Hi, this is Aaron Orlando reporting for RebelStokeMountaineer.com and the RebelStoke Mountaineer podcast. In April of 2018, the Rebelstoke-based North Columbia Environmental Society sent a request under Section 80 of the Federal Species at Risk Act to Minister of Environment and Climate Change, Catherine McKenna, for an emergency order to stop logging in identified critical habitat of mountain caribou areas in the northwest and east of Revelstoke. The application was filed by the NCS and the Yellowstone to Yukon Conservation Initiative. There also have been other uh, Section 80 applications on the mountain caribou filed made of the minister. And then in early May of 2018, McKenna declared that the caribou in the area are under imminent threat, saying that immediate intervention was needed in order to recover woodland caribou in BC, in the Revelstoke area and in many other areas in BC. That process has led to the draft Section 11 agreement between the BC and federal governments, including the Revelstoke Open House that's coming up on April 15th at the Revelstoke Community Centre. To talk about the request, uh, I have Sarah Newton, a director with the North Columbia Environmental Society, on the phone. Sarah, thanks for talking to me today. It's my pleasure, Aaron. Thanks for having uh, me come and speak. Sarah, why did the NCS file this request of the minister last year? Well, we, we just felt so many things are, are being done already for the caribou, but it's it's not working because the as the logging aspect wasn't being done as thoroughly or as to the to the books as it was supposed to and we didn't have time to negotiate or to figure out why we really had to, to to put a stop to the logging, especially a lot of it was old growth, which is that critical habitat for the mountain caribou. So th- that's why the petition is uh, specifically focused on logging. However, if you read the BC government's reports on caribou, they say that caribou are in decline for a number of reasons. This is including climate change, um, historical industrial development like forestry in caribou ranges, uh, imbalances between predators and prey, such as uh, wolves, uh, which uh, can and increased uh, populations of other ungulates, such as uh, deer and moose, which increases the number of predators. Why specifically the, the focus on logging, and why do you think that it's necessary for like an emergency stop order? Because that, that was what the request is for. Because the you're right, like there are other aspects, but logging in itself was contributing to those other um, threats to the caribou. Logging roads themselves were bringing in predators and more um, other ungulates. So the logging itself, if you can control that and and do what's being asked for the logging aspect, the other aspects will come into line as well. So that's that's the main thing and the logging was being done at a at a rate that was quite high like even after it was imminent that this stop logging request order was request. coming re- okay, thank well, yeah, you. I understand. yeah the, the the logging actually seemed to increase in old growth it was kind of we got the impression that perhaps logging which is provincial was just trying to get out as much as they could beforehand and it, it really will help if the logging is stopped and especially in that critical old growth mm-hmm. it will yeah, so it was not something we we considered lightly at all. Like we understand and really feel for the economic aspect of this um, request. Like honestly, it wasn't something we took lightly. 
What are you hoping will be the outcome of the request and the process that is ongoing right now? Well, we hope that everyone really can listen to each other and that it's not a, an angry, just kind of um, stating our positions, that we really find something that works and that everyone can see each other's side of things. And, you know, if it's not the caribou this year, you know, it will be another species in a few years like this closure will help the ecosystem in general and we are running out of time like um, old growth is rare and it needs to be protected not just for the mountain caribou but there are what species will be next so our hope is that this order does protect that old growth protect the logging uh, protect the log uh, protect the the caribou and the species um, that will also be impacted the whole ecosystem now, the NCS uh, filed the application, or the request, I should say, uh, along with uh, the, the Yellowstone to Yukon Conservation Initiative, popularly known as, as Y2Y. Why did the NCS, which is primarily a Revelstoke-based environmental group, uh, choose to align itself with Y2Y on this application? That's a, a good question. We had similar um, goals, visions, similar um habitat that was impacted and you know yes it's just revelstoke for the the north columbia environmental society but we consider our area of interest from mica dam all the way down to the ferry rogers pass to um eagle pass you know so it is a large area with caribou habitat and y2y had a very similar interest in it um similar timelines involved so we thought it was a wise partnership on the mountain caribou file, as, as anyone who spent some time in Revelstoke knows, there's you know been a lot of cooperation between um, seemingly disparate uh, community groups and organizations, businesses, etc. on mountain caribou recovery. I think the example that comes uh, to mind first is the Revelstoke Caribou Rearing in the Wilds project, maternity pen uh, north of Revelstoke uh, on the west shore of Lake Revelstoke. Did you, do you have any concern that taking this approach, like requesting a, an emergency stop order, might be divisive and uh, damage some of the cooperative effort that have gone into carib- that has gone into caribou recovery over recent years. Yeah, like I, I, I agree. Like it's uh, in Revelstoke, groups have a reputation of working together. Like it is really quite impressive and refreshing that groups get along. And I think we can all say all those stakeholders at this point are still in agreement that that we need it's essential to get um, a consistent land use planning process that's collaborative with all the interest groups we have been asking along with many interest groups in revelstoke for some sort of comprehensive land use plan and it it can't it won't come a moment too soon because things do get divisive when it comes down to this crunch these we don't have any more time for these animals um, or the old growth. You know, the longer it takes for us to get a land use plan, the longer it takes for us to get um, some sort of cohesive plan. Well, soon, the more we time we take, there's going to be no caribou left and no old growth. So we, while we really understand that it's a risk, it's it's worth it. We're we're speaking for this these trees and we're speaking for these animals, and we've run out of time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. 
But in my conversations with other stakeholder groups that uh, con are concerned about the impact um, that this particular process will have, one of their main criticisms is the rush that the you know the provincial federal government, primarily the provincial government, has their uh, a consultation period open for just over one month, and you know the 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 minister, uh, the provincial minister, um, and the premier has said that they're facing pressure, deadline pressure from the federal government because they're concerned about further legal challenges and this is leading to the rush and presumably leading to groups that have been involved in the conservation efforts in the past to feel that they're not being adequately consulted they're not being heard that this the the deal is being rushed and it's unknown who's going to be at the table or how it's going to be done and this seems pretty clearly to be a result of of these legal challenges that are being made at the federal level what are your thoughts on on their input on on what's happening right now well i imagine it would seem rushed and and um maybe not the best process but again the stakeholder groups and interest groups have something to lose, whether it's jobs, which is a, you know, a big issue, or it's recreational access, there's something to lose. And um, those can all be mitigated. But the fact is the caribou and the old growth have everything to lose. There is no coming back. That's why there's a time crunch. And as hard as that is, it's happening in other places around the world where governments are realizing, and I feel our federal government is realizing, that we have to get on these things right away because there isn't time. And as inconvenient as it is, there will be no mountain caribou. There will be no old growth the time it takes if we slow the process down. And it has been an extremely long process trying to protect these animals and this old growth. And there's less and less and less. So while I feel for those groups and I know where they're coming from, I feel there is no choice. These animals and that forest, they don't have any recovery possible without action right away. What does the NCS uh, think of the plan that was uh, revealed by the province, the Section 11 plan that was revealed by the provincial government in late March? Presumably, you've had a chance to go look at the Section 11 agreement and the accompanying documents. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I would say that it's a relief. Um, we feel that we're being listened to. And as for the actual components of it, I would have to leave that to our conservation committee. But in general, it was a feeling of relief that, okay, we're getting going. And we just, we don't like the aspects that we would like people and the government to hope and realize that some aspects are temporary. Like we find the wolf call um, something we don't, like we're hoping it's a temporary measure uh, reduction in rates of other ungulates it's 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 disagreeable but we know why they're there and we just hope that the other aspects like uh, reduced access and logging will be honored fully and quickly so that um, there can be recovery of the caribou mm -hmm. 
Okay, um, I've been speaking with Sarah Newton. Um, she's a direct. You're a director um, with the North, the Revelstoke-based North Columbia Environmental Society. Uh, we've been talking about the provincial and federal government's draft Section 11 Caribou Recovery Plan on Monday, April 15th. Uh, the the BC government will be in Revelstoke at the Revelstoke Community Centre from 5:30 p.m. to 9 p.m. or 9:30 p.m. Uh, doing an open house there. Um, if you're listening to us on the Revelstoke Mountaineer podcast, check out an accompanying story on this in Revelstoke at revelstokemountaineer.com. Um, Sarah, thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Thanks a lot, Aaron, and I hope uh, things move forward. Thanks again.